0: Hello and welcome to an episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. And today I'm with Kendi J. Kendi is a uh, Flutter developer who is, I believe, must be working with AR because you did a talk, uh, I believe it could have been Flutter, kind of not too sure, but um, about how to use AR with Flutter. And I thought that was a very interesting topic. So, hello, welcome. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yeah. Hi, Alan. Hi. Flutter guys um honored to be here my name is Kendi. no i don't work with Fla- uh, with ar but i work with flutter and uh, i did a talk at flutter heroes uh with flutter and ar um super honored to do that besides that i am the co-organizer for flutter developers kenya and uh, i also give technical talks and you know enjoy myself with developers and learn a lot from them
0: but you are doing flutter you said right
1: yeah so Yes,
0: yes. So how long have you been doing Flutter for?
1: I've been doing Flutter for quite some time since the first release in December 2018. However, I was just trying to land the framework. And then I started writing like a real Flutter code, another production code sometime during the COVID time in 2020.
0: What were you doing before that then? Were you a student or were you working in another field?
1: No, I was still a student. Uh I actually graduated sometime in 2021. So even okay. when I started like doing a uh, production Flutter apps, I was still in school. Mhm.
0: You were still in school. And what you were you studying yes. in school?
1: I was studying uh business and information technology. Oh. And then I decided like lean more on the technology bit because I found it a bit intriguing, you know, like, uh, especially when I learned about writing mobile applications, I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do at the end of the day.
0: Mobile applications. So w- when you're doing that, degree, yeah. you said it was business information. Is that what I heard? Correct. Business information systems.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Business okay. information. Uh, yeah. And it.
0: NIT, that's one whole major together?
1: Yeah, precisely.
0: Okay. So w- what what's that actually like? Because I'm so used to people taking CS, right? Computer science. That one, obviously, I know quite well because I have that degree. What's your degree that you took? I mean, what were you doing? Because it sounds like there's definitely a business aspect to it. So was it kind of like uh, something that a business analyst would take so that they understand coding, but also understand how... It works for the business or how exactly does that kind of major work
1: so it's a course that uh, has both business and it needs and uh, you just get to be taught a little bit of what business the business part of it is, and also some little bit of it so it just depends on you on what uh, field you want to like fully Move to so I decided to like go to the IT bit because I found like problem solving uh, using the tech quite intriguing for me uh, I wasn't really that much of a fan of the business bit. however it was like a really good uh, a good thing to like know but the IT bit was more intriguing for me
0: mm. yeah, yeah. I, I think it is a lot of people kind of walk into that and they find out that Coding is a little bit in- interesting, but they also kind of do the opposite, where they think they're going to like coding, and then they find out, hmm, this is not for me. I don't like the long hours yeah. and lots of concentration and remembering all these things. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting. And, and also, uh, I mean, I have to, to ask, because there's not a lot of, of females who take this kind of, of path. I mean, was your class a mixture of both girls and boys, or was it, you know, like maybe 80% guys or 50-50?
1: Well, that's actually an interesting question. So um, most of the time I used to be like the only female uh, student. There are some courses I was actually the only female student. Some were like 50-50. The business bit, you find the ladies are more uh, than the guys. But the IT bit, the, the guys were actually more than the ladies. So, yeah. It, it's more or less like uh, the tech... Industry, you find that um, you find more guys are software engineers. And then in a team, you find like you have like one lady or two in like a team of five guys or something. Yeah.
0: Oh, now was that good for you? Because I mean, must be lots of guys who want to be your partner, right? If you work mm, together.
1: It was interesting. I mean, it, it was cool. So you no. just learn. I think I just took it easy.
0: What well, do you mean by take it easy exactly in this situation?
1: Like, just being in class, learning with everybody else, and oh, just okay. doing, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, the reason I ask is we had a, we had one, also one uh, female uh, classmate. And mm-hmm. uh, initially, a lot of guys want to know her because, oh, you know, why is there a girl here? And also, if you always see guys all the time, you just like, okay, uh, you want to know her more. And then she actually had a boyfriend in class. So that's how she met her. Her boyfriend was, they had the same classes together. So just just kind of curious about your side, but I did see a lot of that. Uh, but but kind of coming back, it seems like you're really popular. I, is I, we have another fan over here, Alex? I don't know if you know who he is. You're the African <laughs> Flutter Hero, apparently.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, I know Alex. That's my good friend. Right. Is
0: classmate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not classmate. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they're all very excited that that you're here. You saw mobile development, but when you were learning mobile development, were you doing native apps in class, or was this something outside of your your class?
1: Uh, so. In class, we mostly used to, like, being taught the, the the programming languages like Java and C Sharp, you know, the basics. However, when I started, like, getting more into this programming thing, I decided to first join tech communities. That's why I got to learn, like, different tracks in uh, IT. Like, uh, we have artificial intelligence, ML and such stuff, web development, mobile development. So I decided to, like, now start trying to, like, find my own niche and then I started learning a bit of mobile development that time we started learning with Kotlin however I wasn't that much sold on the Kotlin bit but uh, through attending these tech communities I got to learn about Flutter and that's when I started like doing more research on Flutter trying to understand what this framework is you know I still had school so I didn't like do more projects on Flutter but afterwards I was like you know what let me Give this thing a try. And okay. I also, yeah, and giving a lot of tech community talks on it as well.
0: Tech community talks? Mm hmm. For for what kind of communities, though?
1: Oh, mostly Flutter. Oh, by the way, I did I mention um, the lead for Flutter Kenya?
0: No, what does yes. the lead for Flutter Kenya actually mean, though?
1: Okay, so. Here, we are really, really high on tech communities, like we have the Google developer groups, you know, DSCs and such stuff. Uh, so, we have a community called Flutter Developers Kenya. I helped co-organize it, or rather co-start the event, and uh, we've done a couple of things. I think that's why you saw the Flutter University, we used to, like, go do, uh, give, give students a uh, insights about Flutter, teach them what Flutter is and such stuff. So we built like a tech community, a Flutter tech community. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, I was a lead, I still am <laughs> a lead for it. And we normally hold like lots of events. Every Wednesday we do like Flutter vibes, mm-hmm. like we just come together. Discuss what stacks we are working on, you know what challenges we're facing and such stuff, and you know generally discuss what Flutter and and the new new updates from the team as well.
0: For which team do you mean?
1: Yeah, from the Flutter team.
0: Oh, okay, but every week you we talk about updates from the Flutter team.
1: Not really, not really. It's like um, let's say there were new updates from uh, Flutter, especially from Flutter Forward. So anytime we want to like discuss, you know, we literally have like a different topics and try to see what was the update from this particular update try to discuss through it uh you remember when sound and Safe was officially announced it was like an interesting thing because you find most people need to like migrate their project to now sound and Safe. so we try to like understand their problems some, some are really having challenges because you might find some core packages are still not yet migrated. So it was a bit of a challenge. And then we tried to like discuss things through, try to see any alternative for those particular core packages and such stuff, you know, and, and just share our experiences with the updates.
0: Okay, so when there's a new release, you go through the kind of the change log and. Discuss the changes, right?
1: Or if there is any interesting topic to like discuss, like let's say, how do you go about platform channels, trying to like connect your native uh, application with Flutter? So yeah, we hold such events and just discuss things through. You find you you find most of the time like people from the community already have experience with this, so they like try to shed lights to the rest of the people.
0: Oh. Are you one of the yeah. people who shine the light on on them, or?
1: Yes, I discuss a lot of things with them as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, now, I think Flutter team uh, somewhat recently did that event in Kenya. Did you help to put that on, or were you involved in that at all?
1: Yes, I was actually. I spoke at the community day at this as well. Uh, it was really, really an honor to have them come to Kenya, actually, and they got to meet the Flutter leads and and all, and it was. Really, really amazing.
0: I have to ask because, I mean, Kenya is not on the top of my list. Uh, I'm living in Hong Kong, so obviously Hong Kong, China are on the top of my head, but I never figured about Europe and and, and USA. But Kenya has never, it's never come to my mind that Kenya would be a place to, to put on an event. Uh, like, what was the, do you understand, like, the reason behind it? Is it just that, like, as I was saying before, is Kenya just have, like, a lot of Flutter developers that... that uh, that i just didn't know about or or how how did kenya come up on the list uh
1: i also don't know i think that's google's decision but i feel like we also have had like a very vibrant community in kenya Uh, not only the flutter community we have other very very vibrant especially the google developers group you find that they hold an, an event and people like around a 1,000 or 2,000 people show up. So it it shows that there are really big things going on here. And we also have like other African countries that are really, really vibrant, like Nigeria and South Africa. So I think they settled for Kenya, which was an honor for us.
0: Yeah, what I hear is Africa is developing quite quickly and quite a lot. That's what I think I understood why they decided to do it in Africa. But um, Mm. yeah, it just seemed like I know when I heard the news, I was like, is everybody in Kenya a Flutter developer or something? Because I felt like a lot of Kenyans just came out of nowhere. And the whole place was packed, right? I mean, how many people were actually there, you know?
1: I, I don't know the quite the amount, really, but a couple of people were here. And then, you know, just like you said, Africa is really expanding. Like, uh, other, other big companies are also setting up their companies here, like Microsoft and, and Google. So it makes sense that they would actually decide to like host a big event in kenya
0: we (laughs) have your friend flutter university is saying that uh we i I suppose kenya is the biggest flutter community in africa would you would you agree
1: i would actually i would because we've also been very very vibrant and uh, uh, like i told you we've also been keeping uh, updates every now and then so yeah but we also have other people from Nigeria who are also coming up real real quick,
0: Nigeria, so I mean, obviously would mm-hmm. for Kenya, but if Nigeria and Kenya were kind of doing a flutter competition, who do you think would be the better the better people?
1: I don't know. I would go with Kenya <laughs> <laughs> but Nigerian Nigerians are really aggressive as well, which is really
0: nice yeah. is, is there more uh, events coming up that are kind of going to be that massive as, as Kenya? Or is that just kind of a one-time thing? Or do you have any idea what's going on? I,
1: I, I'm I not fully aware of any big events that are coming up, especially in Kenya. But uh, for precisely for Flutter, I'm not fully, fully sure about that. But there is one, um, again, in Nigeria that's called Flutter bites They mm. will be hosting. Event I think sometime in, is it October or, no, or September? I'm not fully sure of the dates, but yeah.
0: We have quite a few people in the uh, audience who are saying that Kenya would win. <laughs>
1: Kenya,
0: most yeah, definitely. Most,
1: most definitely, yeah. That's interesting.
0: Now, kind of coming back to, to, this, to the topic, right? Uh, was, was this FlutterCon that you talked to, at, or was it Flutter Berlin, I think? That you did this no. uh, talk about AR?
1: It was Flutter Heroes, it was in Italy.
0: How was it going to Italy? I've never been to Italy.
1: Oh, I love Italy. Italy is pretty nice. I love their food and the mm. culture there is really amazing. I went there last sometime last year during summer, it was hot, pretty, pretty hot. Yeah, and then I went back again uh, in February. It was now really, really cold. I think it was some, some bit of winter. It was really, really interesting though.
0: What got you into AR exactly? I mean, how did you get interested in this topic?
1: Oh, I was actually very curious. One of my friends who commented here actually was like, have you ever tried to like interact with AR? And I'm like, no. He was like, uh, you should probably check it out. And I was mm. like, OK, let me to, like check out how what AR is, because I, I, pre- I knew VR. A bit, but then I was like, okay, let me check out what AR is, and then uh, I was like, oh, you know what? Let me try to see if I can actually integrate it with with Flutter, and uh, I got some resources to like play around with the with the tool, and yeah, it was pretty interesting. You know, I look forward to like building something way bigger than just the examples.
0: Did you make the AR part, or you just integrate with AR?
1: I just integrate with the AR. I'm basically playing around with the packages that are available on pub.dev. But I feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. of information out there that isn't fully tapped. So it's still a work in progress.
0: So, my understanding about the AR stuff is that you would need to use like the native coding stuff, like Swift has their own package. I'm sure Android has their stuff, or you can use Unity or whatever else. But is it that? For these Flutter packages, is it that I could do everything completely with Dart? I don't need to step into some video game framework or anything like that?
1: I think it, it might depend with the complexity of what you're building, of which mm-hmm. you might like get into the native side of it. However, for what I have at the moment, I'm only using the packages that are provided and a little bit of the native side, just tiny tiny because also one. my under- okay. <laughs> my understanding with it as well was like you need to like learn unity and understand how to like go about it but then mm-hmm. you know the work letter has made it easy for the communities especially like having uh, different packages for almost everything so yeah i actually prepared some bit of slides so basically you wanted to know like what AR is and why is it important um from my understanding of what AR is it's like a, an interactive experience cuz you find like most people learn through through image visualization so i think ar if you're going through the education bit it's a good tool for you to like understand what you you're trying to learn what you're trying to experiment and all also when it comes to like other aspects especially let's say you're in the field of engineering and you want to like learn how to like integrate different parts of whatever you're in engineering into, let's say it's an engine, a plane engine or something, then I think AR is an amazing tool for you to, like, help you because it literally visualizes and it also helps you to, like, connect the dots into it. So, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting tool to, like, dig into in particular fields. And, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> what fields is in AR are currently applied. So... We have the engineering bit. Basically just try to like look for an image. Or rather a video. You see you see like how easy this this lady's like trying to like
0: um Yeah, if you don't mind what? to describe because then everybody's watching the video, uh when mm-hmm. we have the podcast come out. So she's got this kind of uh tablet and she holds it up and she's scanning looks like some factory equipment. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now and, do you understand um, what she's doing exactly or this is just kind of the idea? It seems like a marketing kind of <laughs> a video.
1: It it seems like a marketing but at least it gives like a a, a visual uh, idea of what's going on. Maybe we could we could try like the next video, you see. Okay. Let's see the next video. Uh this one they're trying to like expand. They're playing they're probably checking out the hearts, trying to see oh to fix and all so like you're able to like uh know how to go about it uh in the medical field i think you're able to like what's going on what's going behind the scene right Mm -hmm. yeah another interesting video that i saw was like uh oh yeah there's the earth but there is one company I don't want to market them, but there is one that you're able to like, if you want to like arrange your setup, you're able to like scan your room and then it gives you like a range of furniture, maybe that's available. And then you're able to place them together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of going to like buy them in the store and then trying to like fix it in a particular area. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, um, I that where you, like you said, you can go furniture shopping and then you can place stuff and then maybe you can even order from there. So once you place all the items and you can say, this is what I want, order and it comes, right?
1: Or even in the, in the clothing industry, if you want to like buy a certain cloth, you want to like see how it fits on your body, you can just you know, and, you know, try to like see how it goes through. Uh, for the next video is, um, I wanted to like, visualize this on an application, but then we'll get there. So yeah, tell me more, about it. So let's try to like mirror our our application and then go about it. But um, before I go, uh, before I continue with the demo, I wanted to like uh, know from you, do you know like how AR basically started?
0: How it started i, I don't know it's a good question
1: yeah it, it would be nice to like also hear from the rest of the team but yeah um i think it was from long ago some time in the this 60s or something there was uh there was this thing called the sword of Democles. yeah mm-hmm. so it was like an early it used to like showcase the like the wireframes and all and then uh, they were able to like see the, some boxes and such stuff. But let me try and, and and present my screen.
0: So this is just the demo app you created for for your talk, or this is something in production?
1: Uh, I it's a demo app I created for this particular top, talk, but I can publish it.
0: Okay, well, I have your yeah. full screen now, so people can see it easily.
1: You're able to like see the the white box.
0: Yes, I see this white box. What, so there's a, she has her phone up with the camera on, full screen, and there's a white box floating, and it's kind of scaring me. I watch a lot of ghost movies. So I'm wondering if this is a, is this is this a good white box, or?
1: It's a good white, it's a happy box. I'm it's trying to box. like, uh, yeah, to like uh, turn the camera. Oh, my, my light is You're also. You're going to have f- to,
0: yeah, push it down. There you go. I can see the box right there. Perfect.
1: Yeah. So I've written it in a way that uh, it has, like, different dimensions. So the way you Mm. revolve that, you're able to, like, see different dimensions. And uh, uh, this is, like, an improvement of the word of the Marcos because, you know, we are trying to, like, improve Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah? Yeah. And then the other bit was... So this one,
0: basically, you can see the different, like, if you move your phone around, then you'll see the different, uh, like, parts of the box, right? Different sides and everything else? Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Oh. that's
1: correct, you can definitely see the the you can see the the shadow the box mm-hmm. shadows okay. from other the end of this of the box, yeah, oh it's too bad you can't see it,
0: <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see the box and I can see some darkness so it's a little bit of a shadow, so you did this whole demo with only flutter only dart right you didn't do any native code to make that happen
1: no i didn't I didn't uh, add any native code for this i only oh i cannot. Share my code and probably try to like explain from there.
0: While you're looking for that, I'm just kind of curious about that box, right? Is that a default (laughs) shape that's within the, the project, or did you create that with Blender? Or how did that box get created initially?
1: It's basically like a material box that I used. It's actually a material box, and then you give it like width, height, and the length of it and also the position so whenever you're starting on this thing um uh, yeah you need to like add the plugin first of all this is the i'm using the air kit plugin the air kit it's for it's for the ios bit but if you want to like write uh, one for android you use the ar code i don't have an android device to do tests so that's why i'm using the kit uh, you need to first add the plugin and then there's something that i noted uh, earlier on while starting this thing is uh, sometimes you might get into problems with uh, with um, cocoa pods for ios so it's always advisable before you add the plugin you try to like run the application and see if if it's running and all so this is basically just the small thing that i wrote you know after adding the plugin and then um, since The plugin is a native view which isn't supported by Flutter by default, so you need to like uh, modify the info.plist. So, this is why you are telling me about uh, going native and all and trying to like access it, right? Yes, yeah. So, on the iOS bit, you need to like modify this particular bit here, you know, and try to like uh, give it access to camera and you know. Try to like uh, give a description of what this particular bit will be doing. So, this is where you're editing the native bit of it. And other than that, you just add your AR kit uh, screen view. So, on the body view, you instead of using maybe something like a container or something, now you're using the screen view for the AR. Yeah, which provides some controller. For it, so it's very common for this particular uh, AR plugin to come with its very own controller bit. That's why you're able to like uh, first initialize it here, and then you add node. So here we know everything in Flutter is is a widget, right? But now yeah. when it to when it comes to AR, then we don't say uh, a widget. We say we use node instead. So node comes in place like uh, for the for, c- comes in place of the of the widget, uh, and then and then now you give your your positioning and the geometry for your particular your particular screen view. And and that's basically it. And also, since we are trying to like uh, play around with the with a sort of dummy course, I think I think this this information is pretty available. For, from Rwanda, mm-hmm. I think he's the one who's been really pushing through with the uh, with the AR. But yeah.
0: Now this that basically pos- that position argument, that's where it tells where to anchor the box, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So it depends exactly, on yeah. when you when the app turns on and the camera's there, then it's that position is <laughs> relative to where your camera's pointing, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. I gotcha. I would, yeah. Because I was always kinda curious about how does it know where to put this thing? It wasn't yeah, so, clear so that's ah mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah, because um you find that whenever you're trying to like run it, and then you're 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 facing your camera in a position in a certain position. If you move around, you probably won't see the image. However, when you move back to that position, then it gets back to viewing what you are trying to display.
0: Concept coder over here is saying that. Kenya's developers will share many contents, or hopefully Kenya's content. Kenya's developers will share many contents on YouTube. It's great to know mm-hmm. how they develop Flutter apps. So do you, yeah. do you plan to, to talk about this on YouTube? Or your talk is already on YouTube, actually, so you can actually go through it already.
1: Yeah, they can actually go through it already. But well, I'll probably post more content. Another thing, um, can I still add a material? Wanted to like add like to to experience like the sort of chemicals properly, so uh, you add like a material on it and then try to like modify it and you know you add the AR AR kits. You guys use um uh, what's the name? Git Copilot.
0: You know I was using it for a short while and I found it not. Extremely valuable. I don't think it was worth the money for the coding that I was doing, at least. Only sometimes it was useful, but most of the time, not so useful.
1: Ah, yeah. I, I'm using the student version <laughs> they gave yeah. me like a free. Yeah. Yeah, So, humor um, dot lines. So, this particular. uh. Could uh, instead of displaying the white the white box that we had, it only mm-hmm. displayed the wireframe, or rather the the lines that were initially created by the the initial creators of AR of AR. Yeah, but I don't think we'll be able to like see it because of the lighting and and all. Yeah, but we could we could move to like the next bit which yeah which was the sensorama let me see if I'm able to like show you so the whole be- the whole purpose of this particular view uh yeah oh I- I'm probably gonna have to like move around oh but you're not able to like see properly uh, that's so bad <laughs> I was really hoping to like show how it feels, but the whole idea of it is to like um, when when this particular view was created was to show, or rather, to give people the the illusion of the particular place or the view of a particular place or a position, and then you're able. To, the The initial thing was mostly uh, developed for. People in the in New York. They wanted to like feel, see, smell the city and such stuff. But yeah. It, it it was an interesting um kind of technology that was developed back then. Uh that's what I wanted to like show in through, but then you're you're not able to like view it from my end.
0: The people of New York to see and smell and feel the city? Is is that what you're saying? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it it when I was reading more about Sensorama, I found it very interesting. Like they wanted uh, other people to like, and also they had like an um, is it an emotional chair or what? To like you're seated there, you see like how you wear holograms for VR, and then yeah. you're able to like then what's going behind the scene, and then you're also able to like see the things that um, happening.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it it was. Kind of,
0: of the same thing. I don't know. I, I live in the city, and I've been to New York many times. I don't know if I really want to see and feel, and especially smell, you know. I, but, uh I mean, in general, I think most cities are not the most uh, clean and everything. Maybe. But, you know, the, every city does have its beautiful parts, right? Uh, That's I think true. I went to Central Park in New York. It was okay. Uh mm-hmm. Going to, like, little Chinatown, things like that. It was quite interesting um
1: yeah
0: china kenya has must have a lot of chinatowns because i think there's a lot of chinese influence in in africa recently right i don't know about kenya though i'm just guessing
1: um there's a whole lot of influence from everywhere
0: everywhere Ah, okay yeah from nigeria too
1: (laughs) i I haven't been to nigeria i just know a couple of things
0: nigerians influencing kenyans right
1: do they really? I don't know. Maybe maybe people who are watching could comment. <laughs> what got you curious about this particular topic?
0: A lot of people are talking about, you know, what is it, metaverse, things like that. And I think AR is also kind of up there for what people are interested in. And I'm also kind of interested in what you can do with with uh with this stuff. Like if how useful it is, how you know, what we are again, what can I do with it? Because I can see a lot of application to that. For the metaverse, I mean, I don't see a lot of application for that. I mean, of course, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, you can kind of be together uh, kind of virtually, but I think AR is so much more useful. And actually, I did use AR recently. I was trying to get to a location to to pick up an item. I've never Mm -hmm. been to this area before in my life. And Google Maps was trying to point me to where the bus stop was. I couldn't find it. And I turned on, there's an AR feature. I don't remember what it's called. But it could show me where it was and actually put a landmark there.
1: Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That was probably one of the most useful features of AR in in my life. And I thought that was huge. But the sad part of it was it kept taking me back to where I actually came from. (laughs) I think I couldn't use the app correctly. But if I figured out how to use the app correctly, I probably could actually find the bus stop. Trying on clothes, I think, is probably really also interesting to me. We, 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 Because we're so close to China, we tend to often buy things from Taobao, which is a local kind of uh, eBay-like website. Mm-hmm. And uh, things are so cheap there because, you know, China's kind of like the world's factory. So you can get a lot of things, and in, in, uh, people like to buy clothes from there. And sometimes yeah. it'd be nice to be able to, like you said, try on the clothes through AR and see how they fit. I don't yeah. know if you've seen this before, but there's so many times that people buy clothes from from outside of their country, and it comes in, and it's nothing like the picture. So I mean, that's the only problem: is it is it going to actually match the AR? That that's the tricky bit. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah, do that, uh, that would be nice.
1: Actually, that that was like the whole purpose of creating this particular demo because I wanted to like uh, showcase such stuff and also like you mentioned about the going through uh, I'm assuming Google uses maps so there is this mall that we have here in in Kenya it's pretty pretty huge and people are always getting lost and sometimes you don't know where the shops are so the mm-hmm. whole other purpose also to like uh have create that particular mall rather simulate it and then you know you're able now to like give proper direction using AR. Because creating the application using Flutter is pretty easy. Now how do we integrate now the mapping system with the particular shops in the mall now using AR?
0: That would be really useful. Especially if you could pick up on you know what's around you and know where you are. Uh there was a product I was working on a while ago. When I say, wow, I mean, like five years ago, maybe more, where we're actually using Bluetooth beacons to help navigate people through locations because Mm -hmm. you may not have internet connection or GPS connection, right? And you're also inside of a building. So doing indoor navigation is very tricky. So we're looking at using Bluetooth beacons for that, but that could also be solved with AR, right?
1: Yeah, 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 it could. It's actually an interesting bit to like play around with. Now that you've mentioned, but I don't have like much um knowledge about Bluetooth integrating apps with Bluetooth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was using the SDK from somebody else, but I know a little bit about Bluetooth, but maybe not enough to say everything I would like to know. But uh, the, there's a lot you can do with it. I mean, uh, I heard even Wi-Fi itself. I I was talking to a guy who is the CTO of a, of a company that was recently bought by Philips Hue and they were working on, I mean, they probably came out with it already. A, uh, it's some kind of sensor that actually uses just regular Wi-Fi, and it can detect if somebody has fallen and turn on a light for you, mm-hmm. right? It, it's, it works very, very quickly. It's just somehow able to tell that something moved very quickly and the light goes on. You specifically mentioned the falling case. I think that's probably because what they're, that's the market that they're going for. You know, older people, they they tend to not be as stable when on their feet, right? So I think that's what Mm -hmm. they're going for. And so that's, that's interesting too. So, so many of these, these kind of technologies that like, like camera, like as we're talking about, like specifically with AR, people always thought camera, you could just show things or people, but now you can actually overlay information. You know, we're talking about Bluetooth, you can use that for indoor navigation besides just playing music through it or, Whatever else. And now Wi Fi you can also use that for detecting movement. When yeah. people just think it's just for them. there's so many things that you can do. And more and more creative where we can be using some interesting stuff. Maybe even combining all of them together.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can also like recognize like places and, you know, buildings that are out there, yeah. So a couple of things to explore.
0: Yeah, well now that you got machine learning, you can hook the two together and get even more interesting data, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting.
0: So, so what's kind of next uh, for your learning, right? I mean, are you planning to to venture back to some native code and get more into AR for doing the things that you cannot do with what is currently available within Flutter?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, yes. Um, I've been learning a, a couple of things on the native side and, and uh, trying to like uh, access the native side with Flutter, uh, mostly Platform channels, but there is another another one that is it the, I uh, I can't pronounce the name properly. It's uh what, FFI, JFFI. I can't fully comprehend it. Yeah, but yeah, you you get it right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like uh learn more because I I know still Flutter. There are so many things that you still can't access using flat natively. So Trying to, like, uh learn more on that, on that part. And also move away from, from what, from the fintech bit of it that I've, I've been really doing a lot and, you know, come back now to other cool stuff that I can play around with. And and I found, like, uh, this AR bit as one of the things that was really interesting to start with.
0: I mean, I'm interested to get more into AR. Obviously, you're, you know, you've done more than me. Where would you recommend somebody who's new but interested to AR? What should we? Is there some books or videos that I should look at? Should I just dig in with some of the plugins? Do the plugins have enough information that, as somebody who's completely new, I can I can get enough information? Like, where where would be kind of the roadmap of this?
1: First. Uh, recommend for you to at least understand what Flutter is, because sometimes you you can't just jump into into a framework if you don't really understand it. And then again, it's it's good to be curious. If you're th- already thinking about building an AR application, it shows that you're already interested in like building big stuff or interesting things. So yeah, there are a couple of resources out there, a couple of uh, plugins to play around with. YouTube is also there. Um, there is. Uh, this guy called Alexandra, is it? Ale- I can't pronounce his name properly. But yeah, he's been like a really big move to the AR and Flutter plugins. So yeah, information is really literally out there. So you can always like find what to play around with.
0: So there's no excuse. Everybody should be able to do this.
1: You should. Yes.
0: Awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any more questions. I mean, you, you really, you gave me the demo. I looked at the code. I feel motivated to start this. I mean, is there anything else that you think that we should know about AR with Flutter?
1: Well, I think there's a lot we should learn. Um, there's a company already that's trying to like uh, build a story using AR and and, uh, and uh, the native side of it. What's the language again? Forgotten, but yeah there is a lot and also there's a lot of improvement that needs to be done because you find that these are not the so common projects that are being done with Flutter right so we need like more people to like contribute to the open source and and you know improve on the plugins and probably notify the Flutter team that we need like improvement on this particular view so yeah there's a lot to be done obviously
0: yeah I, I know there's never Nothing's ever really done, right, as being a developer. You figured that part out. No such thing as done. That's...
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on and, and giving us uh, a demo and walking us through a little bit of your presentation. And uh, like, again, I feel really motivated. I need to, to, to get moving on this and uh, try this out. Hopefully, we'll have you again on in the future.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was really an honor to be here.